Welcome back to the Weekly Stupid. You got Ed Malloy here. If you like what you hear, you check out theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the YouTube. Welcome back to the Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is episode 16. We offer a look at life not considered by what you may consider normal. If you're looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I'm going to go over what our staff is currently working on, preview this week's articles, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. For a short update, Sarah Jean sure had herself an exciting week. She spent the week dishing out some retribution. She acts all angry, but I think she gets a little enjoyment out of it. You can check out her site at flutterbird.org. I've been real busy just working on my policies, getting them all up to date. You can check them out at allstud.net. I hope to have a health care policy up this week. That Dr. Beekman, as always, he's been busy testing at the Fetal Institute. You can check his stuff out at coolfetus.com. This here week's articles follow Sarah Jean's issues. She was looking into her beloved Flutterbird, and it looked like someone else didn't like it. This week we discuss why she had to lay out her retribution. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com and read the articles in full. Last week the, the editor had us do some, some investigating for him, I believe. He thought we'd enjoy it, but eh, not so much. The editor wanted to find out why that Michael Jordan stopped playing baseball. The editor is going to go ahead and step in here and, and read his own article. Thank you, Ed, for helping out this week. Michael Jordan has been my favorite athlete for years. I've always admired that other athletes talk about his desire to win and his drive to be the best. The question that 90% of America is asking, why did he quit baseball? An opportunity to find the answer was presented to me a few weeks ago. One of his coaches that will remain nameless sat down with me for an off-the-record discussion. If there is one thing the readers should know about this publication, there's nothing off the record, and Pop Fisher should have checked prior to the interview. Pop started out by praising MJ's work ethic, but then started discussing his temper. He feels this is where MJ went off the rails. This had nothing to do with his temper on the field. It was purely off the field. In basketball, Michael was the leader on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. He ran the Bulls with an iron fist. He was often heard not quoting Danny Rand. Never let the enemy choose the battlefield. Always work from a position of strength. This is why the legend of MJ has stood the test of time. It is also why he had some issues with baseball. His major contention was playing as right fielder while on defense. He couldn't understand how he could run the defense from way out in right field. He wanted to pitch, but Pop wouldn't allow it. Pop was misquoted as saying, I'm going to pay his salary, but I ain't never going to let him pitch. Michael and Pop would go round and round. I remember watching Michael try and yell at all the other players, but getting frustrated when they couldn't hear him. Pop later admitted that the other players would get annoyed at Michael and just pretend they couldn't hear his demands. At one point, Michael tried to get all the players to wear Bluetooth headsets while playing defense. This way he could communicate better during the game. When other players asked Michael what Bluetooth was, he about lost his mind. He always keeps up with the latest technologies. He felt that Bluetooth would assist his current career and was deeply upset that the others were not aware of the technology. 
There were rumors that Bluetooth was developed purely to assist Michael excel with the White Sox. Michael's inability to use Bluetooth technology to run the defense was the final straw. MJ threw 14 jars of pickles into the clubhouse and left baseball forever. He briefly considered a stint in the WWE, but instead wimped out and decided to go back to something he had already mastered. I think everyone in the world lost a little bit of respect for Michael when he quit. Remember, quitters never win, and winners always read The Weekly Stupid. Well, Ed, you can go ahead and finish up if you don't mind. I don't mind at all there, editor. I'm going to read my article next, because I'm not surprised at all that he, that he went back to basketball. I remember a few years ago, I tried out for them New York Knickerbockers. Michael was in his prime back then, and I figure, to play with the best, you should train with the best. I wasn't about to be showing up on the court and lose some of my hunkiness. After about an hour of training and dunking on him like he was my little sister, I decided the NBA just wasn't enough challenge. I put my knowledge and proudness into something that would make the world a better place. There is no better way than investigative reporting. I think you need to look into problems and fix problems. That's the best way to, to succeed. I briefly considered a stint as an all-star pickle farmer. But after being showered with pickles on the NBA court, I thought better of it. Investigative reporting has given me experiences far greater than I would have gotten in the NBA. The star quality of a reporter far outshines that of an NBA player. You ladies know what I mean. Keep those emails coming to hunkyman at oldstud.net. I'm surprised we're even talking about a has-been basketball player. It's not like he was all that famous or memorable. I imagine him now just sitting on the beach, homeless, and drinking pickle juice. I don't believe he ever had a real job. He probably doesn't have a penny to his name. I think last I heard, his kids was supporting him. I wasn't surprised at what Sarah Jean wrote. She couldn't care less about Michael. She feels as though we should be spending our time saving that silly flutterbird. Sarah couldn't care less why we'd be looking into a conspiracy that went into Michael Jordan leaving the MLB. It's obvious that he was either tricked or paid off. The only conclusion she can come up with is that he's either stupid or corrupt. She doesn't see how that helps AOC save the planet or Sarah save the Flutterbird. Sarah suspects that the editor is trying to relive his childhood or something equally immature or stupid. The reason she thinks that he was either tricked or paid off is there is no reason that MJ should have left baseball. After a quiet morning of dill pickle skeet shooting with her pop, she would sit and watch baseball. MJ had one of the top whip ratings at 1.005. He had wins above replacement rating a bit over 100. His curveball had a devastating break over the outside corner, and he could follow it up with the high heat. That's Sarah Jean, though. The part she liked best was that he wasn't afraid to pay back a little retribution. One of his players got hit, you know, He'd hit him right back. But of course, Sarah Jean, you know, she thinks picking out a nice pair of shoes is time better spent than baseball. Baseball never helped her with anything, but a nice pair of shoes sure helped her win a nice job. Other than spending time with her father, she doesn't think baseball has ever done anything positive for anyone. That past week, she didn't have to do a lot of deep research. She didn't really care about the article, which was a good thing because she noticed a bunch of official-looking people following her around. She caught one on the back porch the other day. She said that girl will be walking with a limp for the next few weeks. 
She's not sure what them people were looking for, but she's going to go ahead and check them out. I might even help her with that a little bit. I don't like it when people pick on Sarah Jean. It looks like when Dr. Beekman was told to look into Michael Jordan, he might have got the wrong Michael Jordan. He didn't even know Dr. Michael Jordan played baseball. He can only guess that after being named the world's most influential computer science, he needed a new challenge. He's not sure why he chose baseball. Maybe he enjoyed calculating the physics of hitting a ball. The good doctor did some research on his own and it appears that hitting a ball with a stick will attract the fairer sex. Dr. Beekman's not sure how this phenomenon works, but he understands that it can be important to certain Cro-Magnum-minded males. Then he says that I shouldn't be offended by that. Why would I be offended by that? I ain't sure what he's talking about. It also could be that MJ has some unresolved issues from his childhood. Some overly intelligent professionals miss out on youthful activities. The good doctor says when he was young he wanted to be a pirate. As he would build his kites, he would imagine them being large sails that would propel his ships all around the world. People consider pirates to be nefarious, but he would be a scrupulous pirate. Instead of causing vast destruction, he would liberate the populace to be free and powerful. Imagine like America. The good doctor imagines when he navigate his large sea-bound vessels back to the port that he would be met with pickles thrown at his feet. Unless, of course, he landed in Italy where he'd be showered with olives. After years of sailing the ocean blue, Dr. Beekman would be the best with a pool cue. At least he assumes using a sword would make him a better pool player. The good doctor then says that maybe he would master the bow and arrow instead. He'd love to be considered the Robin Hood of pirates. I can't picture Dr. Beekman being Robin Hood, but eh, to each his own. Well, that's about it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, a random person dials your butt. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.